pretty significant piece of legislation currently being battled over in Congress that most people don't know about, the UAP Disclosure Act of 2023. The passage of this act could unlock everything the government knows about unidentified anomalous phenomena, UAPs, which used to be called UFOs, but oddly, it's not getting much attention. So why is this legislation important? And why is it being almost completely ignored by the mainstream press? Let's dive in and find out. Solo without Steve this uh, this time around, but he and I will be recording an episode together uh, very soon. But in the meantime, I wanted to do uh, a deep dive on this uh, UAP Disclosure Act of 2023 because it's such an important law that's being currently fought over in Congress, uh, and it's a huge battle about it. And I'm shocked that people don't know about it. So I'm going to go through some of the the aspects of it. And uh, I think by the end of this, you'll see that this is not uh, what you'd usually expect. This is this is something quite out of the ordinary. But anyway, uh, so the UAP Disclosure Act of 2023 uh, was introduced of July of this past year uh, and is an amendment for what's called the National Defense Authorization Act for uh, fiscal year 2024. The National Defense Authorization Act is something that's passed every year by Congress, and what they do is that funds the military and intelligence organizations for the upcoming year. So pretty much everything is in there that is going to be um, – that money is going to be spent on. So the intention of this act is to centralize all the information in the government related to UAP, Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. And increase public transparency around what the government knows about it and encourage scientists to, you know, finally get involved with this topic because because up till now they really haven't. So the key sponsors of this legislation are Chuck Schumer, the uh, majority leader in the Senate and supported by a bipartisan group of senators, uh, including Mike Rounds. Marco Rubio, Kristen Gillibrand, Todd Young, and Martin Heinrich. So there's a mix of Republicans and Democrats all supporting this. That alone should make this get more attention just because that's that's so unusual right now. It's not generally what we see. So here are some of the things that this act is meant to do. First of all, establish UAP records collection in the National Archives. Uh, and And... So this act is meant to do the following. Establish a UAP records collection in the National Archives, pulling in all the information from across the government about what they know about UAP and putting it all in one place, coordinating it and cataloging it so it's searchable, uh, and then opening it up to the public. That alone is huge. The fact that finally they're going to get all this information put in one place where we can all see it and we can all see what's going on, basically. 
I know there are a lot of people out there that are still skeptical about UFOs, UAPs, and they're not really sure that anything unusual is happening. And, and they often say, well, this is probably Earth technology from another nation spying, and they, and they sort of dismiss it as that. But I think some of the specific things in this legislation, the specific wording they use, will really come as surprise and possibly even shock to some people who are less inclined to think there's something about all this. So first of all, the very fact that it acknowledges that the government does have a lot of information on UAP that they haven't shared, that hasn't been declassified, and also that a lot of it has been placed under something called the Atomic Energy Act of 1954. So the Atomic Energy Act of 1954 was basically this law that put anything having to do nuclear, because of nuclear weapons and nuclear power and all that, anything nuclear falls under a different set of rules as far as declassifying it like you normally would. So a lot of it isn't, you're not able to get it through the Freedom of Information Act. You can't automatically, it doesn't become automatically declassified after a certain amount of time, which is also true of, of some of some cases. So, so that Atomic Energy Act puts anything under it completely outside of the scope of oversight for the most part except for a very limited a limited amount whoever has access to it specifically so that's huge um you know the fact that there's a need for this legislation that it points out that the current laws as they exist are not adequate for giving the people proper visibility into what's going on on this topic also wouldn't it make people think hey are there other topics we're not seeing full visibility on but that's that's a matter for another day. Close observers. You know, it defines what a close observer of a UAP is and it how it's the close proximity to a non-human intelligence. The fact that this legislation talks about a planned controlled disclosure campaign that they actually want to disclose the topic but that they realize that it's sensitive and potentially very impactful information and has to be rolled out carefully. So it talks about this in the legislation. Think about that. It's pointing out how earth-shattering this information is and how we have to be careful getting it out. The very fact that it mentions non-human intelligence, like this is unprecedented. And it doesn't just mention non-human intelligence once. The term is used in this UAP Disclosure Act 22 times. It also repeats what's been communicated in a lot of the UAP reports that have come out in the past, is that there are technologies of unknown origins operating in our airspace. And it talks about technologies of unknown origin in that it's referring to things that it defines as technologies associated with UAPs that lack known human manufacture or design. It's already talking about something uh, completely outside the norm. So let's talk about non-human intelligence, right? 
It uses the term 22 times. I'm going to read a couple of passages where it uses that term, just so you can see the context. So, so first of all, the legislation, and by the way, you can go read this entire legislation, just, you know, Google the UAP Disclosure Act of 2023. You're not going to find a lot of news stories about it, unfortunately, which is something I think we'll talk about because that's, that's puzzling. But you can find the act, it, uh, PDF, uh, it's on the Senate website. You can basically find it to read through. It's written in legalese language, uh, but this is in here. I'm going to read some quotes from it. So non-human intelligence. The term non-human intelligence means any sentient, intelligent, non-human life form, regardless of nature or ultimate origin, that may be presumed responsible for unidentified anomalous phenomena or of which the federal government has become aware. Huh. Uh, the, the federal government, here's another quote, the federal government shall exercise eminent domain over any and all recovered technologies of unknown origin and biological evidence of non-human intelligence that may be controlled. That's significant. And here's one more. With respect to unidentified anomalous phenomena records, Particular information in unidentified anomalous phenomena records, recovered technologies of unknown origin, and biological evidence for non-human intelligence, the public disclosure of which is postponed pursuant to Section 1106 or for which only substitutions or summaries have been disclosed to the public, the review board shall create and transmit to the president and to the archivist a controlled disclosure plan. So that one was a, a triple threat because it, it it in that passage right there it mentioned you know non-human intelligence, uh, unidentified anomalous phenomena, and a controlled disclosure plan. I mean, it, you could go through this for hours. There's a lot here. It's the the, the entire act is 65 pages. So there's a lot of material here. I've picked out what I think are the most interesting aspects of the legislation, but there's a lot in there. It creates a review board, which I think is is amazing. It uh, an independent review board, which is which is great because it's appointed by the president. I think they have to be confirmed by the Senate. So, but then they run independently, and they will get to decide. In, into which, you know, how quickly the information gets out. But the intention is to have all the information come out. But they, as they said in that passage about how the, it could be damaging. So they, they, this panel is going to look at all the info and will um, decide, you know, here we're going to release now. These we're going to, this we have to do this. Um, but my understanding is from reading the legislation that the the bar of releasing it, there's an automatic presumption of release for most of this information. As important as this legislation is, there are some elements that are not particularly happy about it and are trying to stop it. You could say that's true of a lot of pieces of legislation, but in most cases, the people that are trying to stop it are oftentimes just the other party, whichever party is offering the... Uh, the legislation, the other party is opposed to it uh, for either philosophical or political grounds. What makes this case unusual is the fact that the legislation is truly a bipartisan effort. 
uh, as everything related with UAPs has been. Another reason why I think it's so confusing that it's not getting press. We hear a lot about all the fights and all the acrimony and dirty political tricks and this side is bad and that side is bad. But we don't see a lot when, hey, they're working together to try to do something that they agree on. In the House, there are some top Republicans who are opposed to this. One of them is Mike Turner. He's a Republican from Ohio. And Mike Rogers, he's a Republican from Alabama. Now, Mike Turner is interesting case because a lot of his campaign donors are defense contractors. There's some question about his motivations in opposing this. Uh, Mitch McConnell is supposedly opposed to it as well. And uh, the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. There's going to be a fight over this because it seems like some leadership and some, I think Mike Turner, maybe he may be the in the intelligence committee in the house. So I think he's got some juice to try to stop this. In the very least, they're trying to take certain aspects out of it. Most prominently, the eminent domain. They really don't like the idea of the government being able to seize back from private industry any materials related to UAP or non-human intelligence, as it says in the act, from defense contractors or private aerospace or wherever they were. And they're put there, by the way, to keep them sort of outside the the government overview process, which it also spells out in this, in this act. So in the very least, they're going to try to take that out. The other provision that they're trying to nix is reportedly the the review board, or at least change how the review board is appointed. Because you know, from the perspective of the people who want to stop release of any information, well, if this act does go through, the next thing you do is you pack the review board with people who are sympathetic to the to not releasing the information and then let them go about their work. There's going to be a fight over this, and, and this fight is going to happen quickly because on the 21st of December, they vote on the National Defense Authorization Act. They have to have this all closed out so the president can sign it and put it into place for end of the year. And believe me, government may stop for a lot of things and funding the government may not always go through. But when it comes to money for the defense and Pentagon, yeah, this is going to pass. This no, Authorization Act is going through. The question is, will the UAP Disclosure Act be in the authorization? And if so, will it be in its complete form that the Senate did pass it and now it's waiting for the House and then they have to conference over it and all that. The next few weeks are critical for getting this through. So my ask of anyone listening to this is, is, is simply this. If I haven't convinced you that this is important, do a little bit more research. But I, I think I've made a pretty good case that this should really be passed. It's talking about something really huge that if not true, if you're still skeptical that there's anything to this, well, this will un- this this act will uncover that. If this is all a smokescreen, if this is all a distraction, if this is all understandable technology, if this is all being blown up out of proportion... Whatever the lie is that some people say, oh, there's no UAP, there's no non-human intelligence, this is all nonsense. Well, this act will uncover that as well. So we should all be for this. So what you can do to help this along, if you agree that it, it is important, is reach out to your representatives. 
you know, I'm not usually one for doing that, but I've actually done it. I've called them and, uh, you know, talked to, left a message with, uh, you know, one of their staffers. But I've let, I've let my representatives know that I want this act passed in its entirety as written, as proposed by Chuck Schumer and a bipartisan group of senators. I think this is important. So that's what you can do. And we'll find out soon enough, Uh, you know, end of this month, we'll know whether this act passes or if it gets shot down completely or if it gets significantly changed. But I'm going to end with this. Some of the people behind the scenes, some of them were out in public, uh, Daniel Sheehan uh, among them, he's a civil rights attorney. Look up his name, Daniel Sheehan. He's been involved with some of the biggest civil rights cases throughout the years. It's particularly around uh, press being able to keep their confidential sources them, you know, to themselves from the government. So he's been involved in a lot of stuff. Well, he's very involved in this. And he stated quite publicly on a podcast that I heard the other day that if this act doesn't pass, that's the controlled disclosure. The people who are behind the scenes that want this information out are perfectly willing to go the uncontrolled route. And uncontrolled disclosure, or what has been referred to in some cases as catastrophic disclosure, which is the information coming out with no rhyme or reason, not in an organized fashion, not rolled out to people in order to soften them up and, and, and you know make them accept it. Just dump it out there and pandemonium may result, which, to be honest, I'm I'm actually fine with because, in my opinion, I feel like we need a slap out of out of what we're doing. I feel like we're just everything is wrong. And I think a catastrophic disclosure event would be among the least destructive catastrophic events that could happen that would uh, be a slap in the face and get us out of our malaise as a planet. This is coming, one way or another. Look up the UAP Disclosure Act of 2023. Look up some of what's being written about it and uh, what's being said about it. Maybe question why your news sources, whatever those news sources you listen to, why they're not covering this, as again, because as going through it, we see it's pretty significant. Reach out to your representatives. Let them know you want it passed. And uh, yeah, let's get this over the finish line. I will have another update on this when either this passes, fails, what goes on beyond this. And uh, yeah, I think I'm going to try to do UAP updates on a regular basis because there's a lot happening and a lot is going to continue to happen, you know, into 2024. And um, I think this time next year, we will be in a very, very different place as far as what the the general view of this is. We'll see though. And uh, yeah, Steve and I will be back with an episode soon. And I hope this was informative. And uh, until next time.